Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, we are with our friends over at Addie's Fine Wine and Spirits. Thank you again for letting us use your tasting room. And we are with our new friends. And we should start with introductions, titles, if those exist. Sometimes they don't always exist. And you guys just rock out and work nonstop. So, yeah. And then we'll go from there. All right. Sounds good. So, what's happening? So, um, my name is Tracy Taylor. Um, I am the owner of The Blend. Um, I am a mom of four, um, happily married to Gordon, and I'm a speech pathologist for the Buffalo Public Schools full-time, and I'm a personal trainer. Jesus. <laughs> you left that out in the introduction I first. <laughs> well, what is that about? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I have been a personal trainer for about, oh, I'm going to age myself. Let's just say since I was 18. Okay. Um, yeah. Crushing it. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fitness is actually my, like my love, my passion, um, which led me to the blend, I guess. Okay. Um, speech pathology is like what I have my degree in and you know, I, I like it. It isn't like something I, that keeps me up at night, I guess. Sure. It's bad to say, but you know. So did you do speech pathology first when you were just like getting out of school? This is what I want my career to be in. And then it kind of morphed into this more fitness lifestyle journey. Um, I was actually a sportscaster major in college. Jesus. I was. <laughs> I was. This is where I wanted to sit. And I wanted to be in locker rooms. And um, so I was a communications major. And there were no jobs, obviously, for women back then. So my dad giving me the, um, you know, do something that's going to make you money, (laughs) um, said, you know, why don't you find something that they're hiring with? And I did a little research. And I actually had a interview. It was um, to do radio. And I had a really deep, raspy voice. It was ugly at the time. I was bartending. I was teaching fitness classes. I was going to the Bills games every weekend. And they were like, I think you might want to like go get that voice checked out. We really can't have you like on the radio because it's just really gravelly and hard to <laughs> understand you. So I actually saw a speech pathologist. And um, it was in my major. They had like a clinic set up on campus. And so I, I don't even know why I did it. But I made the switch. And I became a speech pathologist because I thought I'd never get a job when I graduated. Um, and I wasn't out of college a month. And I, I landed my first job. Oh, wow. I mean, it's a, it's a great field. I would not... Um, I would not change it. Um, so, yes, I worked for a while as a speech pathologist, always with fitness on the side. Mm-hmm. So I was always a fitness instructor, a cycling instructor, you know, you name it, I taught it. Worked at a gym part-time and then did speech full-time. Gotcha. What was that process like getting into the instructing side of things within a gym where did they reach out to you and say, hey, you like live here, so <laughs> do you want to just work or did you – 
start the conversation? You know, I think it was something like that. I just, everywhere I went, I did, the first thing I did was join the gym. So I, when I went, you know, to a college campus, like I got my master's from Ithaca, I joined the Ithaca gym. Okay. And then they would say that, oh, wow, you're here a lot. Um, <laughs> why don't you just work here? And I was a broke college student. So I was like, okay. And then I just pursued another certification. And then you pursue, you know, realized you could make maybe a little bit of money at it. And I never paid for a gym membership. Mm-hmm. So then when I did come back to Buffalo, um, my first big job, I worked for Gold's Gym. So that was uh, the catalyst that mm-hmm. it is now. But yeah, I worked for Gold's. Um, I was there almost 23 years. Wow. So teaching classes and director mm-hmm. of fitness and things like that. But yeah, I think it went something like that. Like it was just a natural fit. So director of fitness involves what? Um, I actually like was the boss of the personal trainers. So okay. I would have maybe six, seven, eight trainers that worked for me. And then I would um, greet all the new members that would come into the gym and kind of like, you know, their hospitality manager and kind of give them you know, who we are as a training facility. I mean, the gym is self-explanatory, but Mm -hmm. it's a little overwhelming when people come in and join a gym first. So I would be their first line of defense. And then I would do an assessment on them and then hopefully hook them up with the trainer that I felt was, um, I guess, the best fit for them. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed that job because I really got to know people. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm a really good judge of character. I read people really well. And so that was my job to say, well, I think this person would would, would work well with so-and-so. And and I would say um, nine times out of 10, I was pretty accurate. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting too, because there's essentially from our, because we've talked about this before, like seven main personalities that exist. Yeah. In my I would opinion. say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of like, oh, I've, I've dealt with people like you before. I, yeah. I understand how you work and how you tick. Yep. That's wild. So you did that. You crushed golds. And then <laughs> uh, the, the personal training aspect took off with probably NASM and getting certified through that. Well, you know, honestly, the gym, it was a great business. It was, um, I, I was raising four children at the time. I was a single mom. So the gym hours were really long, mm-hmm. really grueling, and it got really old fast because I didn't have holidays off weekends. I worked Thanksgiving. I'd work the day after Christmas. I, so my children lived at the gym. It was terrible. So, you know, that it, it became a point where I had to do what was best for my family and go back to speech pathology, which was a little bit more stable and a little bit more like, okay, you know, if my kids are off, I'm going to have off and I get health insurance again sure. and that kind of thing. So, um, I wound up going back to speech full time and then I always did training on the side. Mm-hmm. When I was leaving the gym, of course, there were those personal training clients that were like, well, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't know. I mean, you'll be okay. Yeah, you're within the system, right? Yeah, you're yeah. fine. But a couple of them said, well, if I have some stuff set up at my home, would you come and just help me out and set some things up? And, and I was like, well, yeah, I could do that. And then that just kind of let me down the path I've been on for 10 years, maybe, or 10 or 11 years. Um, I formed a DBA called Drive Fitness, D-R-I-V-E, because I drive to people's houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So cool. I'm not really attached to a gym, per se, anymore, except you know my own workouts. But um, I have, I don't know, seven or eight clients that I go to them because they either A, are really busy and don't you know want to mess around going to a gym or... They just like the luxury of somebody knocking at the door at, you know, 630 in the morning or whatever it is. So. Yeah. Is that harder for you to drive to somebody's house? Because they don't necessarily have all the equipment that you're thinking of when you're designing their program, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like one of those things. I Again, I think it's like it's it's almost like being a speech therapist. I could go in and deliver a really good speech therapy um, with, you know, a student 
with really a piece of paper and a crayon. Sure. If you're creative that way and you just know how to connect with people, same thing with the gym. I did learn and adapt pretty quickly where I could I could probably look around this room right now and create a pretty good workout. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's just when you have to be creative and you have to innovate and, you know, um, we could do step-ups on the chair, we could do push-ups off here, we could do dips. You really don't need a lot. And I think that has always been my my push with fitness is that people overcomplicate it. Sure. It's just really not that hard. It's just the story that people tell themselves because it, it, it gives them the excuse, well, I really don't know how to do it. Or Tracy could never really come here because I don't have anything. I've trained people with with a you know a basement bigger than this and more equipment they it doesn't mean they use it any more than the person who's in their basement with a TRX or whatever so i've accumulated a lot of equipment along the way um i would say you know the kettlebells uh TRX those are always my go-to's bands some dumbbells but you can do a crazy workout with just kettlebells yeah yeah you don't really need a lot so i I'm I'm really good that way as far as I, I have kind of branched out and said, you know, what is this new piece of equipment? And I've gone to trade shows and done certain things along the way. And then you always come back to the things that you love and the things that, you know, clients feel comfortable working with. And I kind of, you know, stay with the same few pieces of equipment. It's funny, too, because a lot of like to your point, everyone overcomplicates it. At the end of the day, movement's medicine. So if you just yeah. move, you're leaps and bounds ahead of somebody who's literally stagnant. 100 percent. Yeah, and it's so frustrating having that conversation because it's just the constant battle it's so exhausting of hearing the same excuses when at the end of the day it's like dude you're just not you're not even taking a walk yeah i mean just just body weight training yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like we could just do you know push-ups and squats and burpees for 15 minutes and call it a day i mean you don't really need that much so and you'd be exhausted right (laughs) right you would literally be exhausted yes it's it's insane so then how did blend start was it a conversation or like just a a brand no it was a conversation here in my brain um at some point so my four daughters all play sports. Um, and so, again, I played the single mom for a while where we were constantly schlepping around from, like, tournament to tournament. Um, I wasn't always the most prepared with, you know, like the moms I'd look over and they'd have, like, the cooler full of, like, snacks and grapes and, you know, whatever. Um, and I'd be like, oh, gosh. And one of my daughters, I can't remember which one, said the one day, I could really just go for a shake right now because, remember – like prior to that, they grew up in a gym. Yeah. So when they were in the kids' club, Gold's had a shake bar. So their lunch was like, you know, a Chunky Monkey or like a Gold's Classic. Or they the knew all the shake- shakes. <laughs> they totally were. They totally were. So the shake girls loved my kids. Um, but they would, you know, half a banana, half a scoop of protein or whatever. Um, and I think it was so long ago that back then they were making them with pineapple juice. So we're talking, you know, this is a while ago. So, but my kids developed a taste for them at a very young age, where a lot of kids were like, mm-hmm. you know, protein shakes. So, um, it was just a staple always in our home. Like, if we were, you know, running in between, we always had either, you know, the magic bullet or whatever it was. So, when we would start going to these tournaments, I did realize the, um, the food trucks were there, were like, what is this? Like pizza. And, you know, they didn't even want to eat it because they only had 45 minutes to digest between games or whatever. So, one of the girls I was training at the time, um, I was talking to her about the situation, and she was a, a former um, high school athlete friend of mine. We both went to Frontier. And uh, I was telling her my idea, and literally two days later, she called me, and she said, I want to invest in your idea. And I was like, well, what idea? And she was like, the fact that there's no good food at these tournaments. I was like, well, right, but that was just an idea. And she was like, no, I think you're onto something. 
So long of the short of it. <laughs> Could you, like, what are you going to invest? You're just going to put money on a table? Yeah, like right. Like, I only have an idea. She's like, but it's a really good idea. Like, there are no food trucks out there that, you know, have healthy options. I mean, I love Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I love their food, but we are a pretty unhealthy city in general. Yes. We're behind. Sure. Yes. So um, two months later, that was in August. Two months later, um, I had a bus. And two months after that, I had the blend. <laughs> so okay, that's so, what happened. So it's a bus? It was a bus. Yes, it was a short bus converted to the food truck. That's, that's awesome. That's the yeah. most savage thing in the world. Like, yeah. It's not a food truck. Like It's yeah, a bus. It's a bus. <laughs> okay. Well, so to even make it a little bit more complicated when we bought the bus or when well she helped me get the bus mm-hmm. um she was a fellow or another teacher at another district the bus was up on auction whatever she said I, I have it what do you want I'm like no let's grab it well it was a short bus but it was also a short bus this way so when Dave the guy that I had met through another friend said Are, you want people standing in this right he was I said yeah he's like we literally have to cut the roof off the bus I was like oh I didn't realize like it was like short and short. Sure. He's like, yeah, this is for little people. I was like, okay, well, take the roof off. So he had to wow. literally splice the whole roof off and then raise it. And then that's how like my fridge and freezer got it in. But. So people go, oh, yeah, because you go in. I'm thinking customers are going in. I'm like, how are customers going in? No, but, it, it, but so you, you were even, thinking, like, yeah. I was thinking, like, I only got to reach out of a window, but exactly. no, I do have to stand <laughs> yeah. up in it. And Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Before we yes. get too far ahead, I just have one question for you. Yeah. Okay. Pineapple juice in a gym. Yeah. Doing circuits. Yeah. You're done with your circuit. I used to do that at the Old Worlds. Okay. In Hamburg on camp. Okay. Finish your circuit workout because it was always bench squat dead. Like that was meathead to the max. Like give me two and a half scoops. Like the old school (laughs) way. I need milk. With pineapple? Well, if they had it. Okay. But basically we switched workouts to let's just not be meatheads. Let's be functional and let's be functional in shape meatheads? and fit. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's just be fit so we sure. can actually like be strong from the inside out instead of just look good. Right. Then we started doing circuits and this was when CrossFit wasn't a thing yet. It was like kind of like it existed. No one really had faith in it and you just made fun of it a lot. Yeah. Well, we started doing some circuits and we were smoked. Like super dizzy seeing stars we had to sit down and i'm like I, water's not working like what is going on pineapple juice was the answer and it actually helped get the stars to go away yes. so why is that no longer in gyms like they kind of removed it it's no longer in the steak shop no it's not well they removed it because of the it's the sugar content oh, but whatever. to that point that you, is why it, it helps yeah. with yes because it raises your insulin yeah and i think it has bromelain in it as well but yeah no it was um when people were to pass out in the gym, that's the first thing we would have grabbed. Um, but we had a couple of juices. We had pineapple, we had orange. Um, we'd give somebody half a banana. But no, the pineapple worked well. It's so good. Worked really well. Because you would just shake it, pop that can. Yep. yep. But it was yeah, also, it was awesome. the can <laughs> was um, very tasty after a couple of days. Because if you let it sit in the can, it would get a little muddily tasting. But Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they just, they did away with that once the almond milk and all, you know, the nut milks came out yeah, because of was... sugar and all that kind of stuff. But no, well, see, you're dating yourself too. I, I know, I know. So <laughs> you... Bought a bus, cut the roof off. Yep. You're standing in it. Yep. And then your first thing with your friend investor was, where do we go? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we hit the road March of 2018. Um, the first event we went to was a CrossFit. Um, so, you know, leading up to the blend 
you know, the blend coming out. Um, I had been a runner, a triathlete. I've been in the CrossFit community. So you've built up these, you know, years of great relationships and sure. out in the fitness community. And that was huge. It helped mm-hmm. me a ton. So I just started calling people like, hey, I have a bus and we're doing protein shakes. And what do you think? Like, yeah, bring a pie, bring a pie. You know, I, we we're not getting a lot of no's because at that point, you know, food trucks were out. But they weren't really like everyone was still kind of feeling their way out. You know, Lloyd's was obviously very popular. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thanks to them, they paved the way for a lot of us. Um, so yeah, any place that was you know serving healthy food, that's where I wanted to be, or you know having a healthy event, that's where I wanted to be. Five Ks, and then you know now we're going into year five, and I've gotten a lot smarter about where I wanted you know want to go. Um, there was a lot of prejudging that I obviously shouldn't have been to because some of our biggest events were things that we never thought were going to be big events. So, Hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was wild. We did one this year. Um, it was down at like the, um, silo city and it was just, uh, it was almost like a, it was a concert. It was all music. It was like a music fest. It was called Bowflu, but it wound up being a very hot day. And so when you get hot and crowd and the blend shows up, it's, it's almost like a no brainer. It doesn't even matter what the event is because people just want something, you know, different. Mm -hmm. Um, We do great at lacrosse tournaments and things like that, where there's just a lot of people, nobody can really go, you know, and that's really the good thing is that's what people want to give their kids or, you know, so that that's a great fit for us. Um, Some of the bigger, you know, like the five K's, I hate to say it in Buffalo and I, you know, a runner, I love my fellow runners, but they like to drink beer and eat hot dogs. Mm -hmm. I mean, so even that, like we thought that was going to be our market and we had so many ins with that community, but that really was not where we don't thrive there. The marathon's a different story because, you know, they're out there for a longer period of time. There's a lot more people, but the five K's is like, give me a beer. Yeah. (laughs) I'll do a shake when I get home. (laughs) It's crazy because there's been, I feel like there's been a shift in people using protein shakes and like these type of stuff for the gym to now people are using it as like a meal replacement. Mm -hmm. So they don't even work out and they just want a shake because they don't want to get pizza. They want to have something a little bit better. Yep. Have you seen that too? And like, because you've been around since 2018. So have you seen that recently or has that always been the same case? Yeah, I think, you know, again, um, the biggest question we would always get in the beginning was, are you going to Larkin? Right. So mm-hmm. Larkin was like the big food truck fest. Yeah. But again, that is still not our, our market because people are going there on a Tuesday night to eat like a barbecue sandwich. They're really not coming for that. Yeah. They want a we, fried Oreo. Right, right, right. So again, it's knowing your market. Some of it we had, it was a lot of trial and error and it still is but i will say we will show up at events now and um the weather does have a lot to do with it but if it's a nice day and you know even if we're backed up against you know four or five other trucks there is still that person's like especially if they're going to drink i will say because they are like all right well i'm gonna have a few cocktails i don't want to load up on heavy food i'd rather get something healthy in my system and you know kind of save my calories for you know this or that or whatever so it is a lot of trial and error. Um, I do think the word smoothie and the word protein shake, very different, but in people's head, they still don't understand the difference. Sure. So, uh, you know, as most people know, a smoothie is more the the name that everyone knows. Like if I said I have a smoothie bar, um, but usually of somebody that grew up in a gym, they understand what a protein shake is. And the difference is we're putting a scoop of protein in mm. it. You know, we do um, vegan, we do whey. We do use a pretty good brand of protein. So, you know, that matters because, you know, a lot of people have um, bad memories sure. of the old protein shakes where it's chalky or it's, you know, doesn't taste well. They've come so far. I mean, and the flavors that are out there right now, you could, 
I mean, pancake batter or, you know, chocolate chip cookie, whatever. There's so much. Um, but I would say that because that whole smoothie wave hit, Smoothie King and things like that, people are just aware. And when you tell them that there's a scoop of protein in it, they really don't care. They're, sure. they're, they're okay with it. They're not like, okay, you know, stay away from that. Um, but a smoothie still is usually more fruit, a little sh- more sugar dense. Um, and there's, sometimes they even have a smoothie mix. If you've ever seen those, that they kind of like, it's like a gel, you know, that mm. they add in there. So, um, but it's baby steps for people. Like, again, I don't, I can make a shake on the truck that I use um, yogurt. We'll use mm-hmm. Greek yogurt if they want to stay away from the protein. And a lot of it's just misinformation that they just don't, you know, um, after lacrosse tournaments, they'll say, oh, I don't know if I want my son to have that much protein. I'm like, but he's 15. Like, he, he'll be okay. Like, and he weighs, you know, 170 yeah. pounds. 25 grams is not going to kill him. He'll be fine. So, Do you use, not to nerd out too hard, but are you using a concentrate or an isolate? Isolate. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good fun fact to know. Do you want to explain to the people what you just said? Yeah. So concentrate is generally fast digesting and isolates are slower digesting in regards to the protein powder that you're using. Right. What's your favorite? Personally? Yeah. Jim's Rocky Road. Jim's Rocky Road. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's it's chocolate and there's little baby marshmallows in it and it's super good. And like to your point, they come so far you don't need milk. So yeah. protein powders now, specifically in my world, the concentrates, you can use water and they taste incredible. And you don't need a lot of water. It's like sixteen to twenty two ounces in that ballpark, depending on your shaker cup. So why as a business would you choose one or the other? Um, well, for ours is right now, especially it's cost and okay. it's um, how much we can get. Like I used to be able to get 10 pounds, you know, um, everything is a five pound shipment. The shipments are delayed right now. It's so the game has changed sure. tremendously for us. Um, Dimatize was the protein I would use prior, you know, before. Hopefully I can still get it this this year. I don't know. Um so yeah, it's it's and what what goes further, what mixes better. Mm-hmm. You know, we use Vitamix um, blenders, which are the best. I mean, I love them. But um, there's, I can make a shake with the same ingredients that he makes it. But it's the way I make it, how I blend it, the timing, whatever, it, the consistency is what really people are drawn to. Mm. Yeah, interesting. It's a yeah. mother's touch for a shake. Yes, so, ice always last. Okay. Yeah, liquid first. <laughs> Boom. So, <laughs> how do the bars come up? So the bars are like, it's like a whole nother story, of course. Um, so we, we get the truck, we head out, we're doing our thing, um, having, having a great time. Obviously, huge, um, we had a great first season, but we only wanted to offer things on the truck that um, we created. Hmm. So the, the shakes, I wish I would have brought my menu, but so for example, the name of one of our shakes is Doing Just Fine. My daughter created it. Um, another shake, the girls all got to kind of like have an input, you know, but my oldest is the creative. So doing just fine, not your mother's PB&J, um, Tropic Like It's Hot, um, you know, gives you an idea of what sure. the menu. So it was all created by us in the sense of, yes, there's, I'm sure there's other chunky monkeys out there or whatever, but <laughs> we had a hand in, you know, how we, we labeled everything. When it came to the bars, we wanted to also have like a grab and go, like something that they could just walk away with. So we used to make, you know, homemade protein bars. Um, my mother had this recipe like uh, a couple of years prior to that. We tweaked it a little bit, made them for the truck only. They were very basic. They literally were this um, plastic bag with like our, our sticker on it. And then they started to sell. And then when the truck stopped that first year, the question we got was, well, how do we get the bars? And it was like, 
I don't know, like you have to wait till next year when the truck comes out. <laughs> and we were like, well, you know, they're like, well, if I bought like in bulk from you, would you still be willing to make them? These are just some customers. I was like, sure. And then one thing led to another, and um, Mama Taylor <laughs> just keep making bars, and here we are five years, five years later, and she's still making bars. So um, we started with chocolate chip and crispy rice. Those were our two classics. They're still like our number one sellers. Um, and then we moved to the like PB&J, then came salted caramel. Espresso chip is a seasonal flavor. Apple pie is a seasonal flavor. We always rotate like two. And then it was like, then I had to go to work on the, the branding, um, the, developing the UPC code, because now they're in, like, East Aurora Co-op carries them. Oh, um, cool. Bray Miller Market. Bray Miller Market carries them. Um, tons of CrossFit gyms. Um, Underground Coffee. Shout out to them. Love them. Um, premium Coffee. So they just, you know, then I started to put on my salesperson hat and just thought, you know, every place want you know offer your donut offer your whatever but it's always nice to have a healthy option sure. so um how did started wholesaling them how did this work with like the labeling laws and the nutrition facts and things so i did have a consultant mm-hmm. um that had to come aboard and basically we had to give him all the ingredients all the whatever and he that's this was him that's not me <laughs> because that's that's a federal thing yep so that process was basically just like, hey, man, like this is your wheelhouse. Just do yes. your thing. Like this is what I'm doing. And then like yep. live your life. Okay, got yep. it. Yep. It's fascinating because I know that law is very strict. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Right. I mean, if, right. if anything were to be strict in food, it's like, let's let's keep yeah. this right. real. So it's that basically how know. the label is printed and what information I have to have on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I think this might be the first business that we've interviewed that had to have nutritional facts on it. Yeah, because it we've interviewed like pizzerias and like places like that. And I'm like, how do you not have to have nutritional facts on well, that? Well, you know, it's kind of weird because, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of places that I could have stayed, you know, under the radar in the sense of not mm-hmm. doing anything illegal. But, you know, when you go to a lot of these places, they have those little, um, if they make them in-house, they have those little uh, homemade date you know, date bars or whatever. And if they make them in house and they're packaged, whatever, nobody really is going to say, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. You know, it is what it is. But I knew eventually I wanted to take the bar to the next level. So I thought once we started making more and we started selling more, we ship them. I'm like, well, let's just start it. You know, let's just get it on track right now. Because um, I knew that, well, and thank God the business is still growing, but I didn't want to um, cut corners then. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what we do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is a better option than a lar bar. You know, I mean, like, goodness gracious, you're yeah. just eating dates and. I know some and- people don't like those. Um, I think what the only uh, the biggest attraction I have with them is they don't melt. Lar bars. Yeah. Correct. Right. Like- yeah. I mean, I'll eat a lar bar. Like it. <laughs> 
Do, do you, these melt? I mean, so they're made with peanut butter. If you got, like, say the chocolate chip one, yeah, the chocolate chips inside of them are mm-hmm. gonna melt. But it's not like if you've ever opened a protein bar and it's coated with the chocolate mm-hmm. and it's in your car, you're like, oh, yeah. this is bad. <laughs> yeah, so these, I mean, they're gonna lose their form, but they're not gonna get like they're pouring out of the package, no. Because the the um, oats will hold them together. Do gotcha. you Do you know why, like, by the way, no brands are sponsors, okay, FYI. Um, like, Metrix bars are huge. It's like the size of this table. Because yeah. they then, market themselves a meal replacement bar, though, right? Yes. Yeah, so a yes. meal. Okay, so this is just a little snack. Well, so, again, I say this with even our shakes. You know, there's that sweet spot between 250 and, say, 400 calories. A guy like you could totally break down a 400-calorie snack. No problem. Right? Maybe back in the day. Well, <laughs> let's, let's throw it out. Figure yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody who's really calorie counting, yeah. I would, you know, err them on the side of like, let's stay between, say, 275 and 350. Mm-hmm. But when you get into those um, snack bars that are like, they, their thing is 125, say, 125 calories. Let's be real. If you eat something that is only 125 calories, an hour later, you are going to be starving mm-hmm. and you could probably throw back another one, right? So it really all depends on like what your meal replacement is. Is this, can I just eat this for lunch? I mean, me personally, I mean, I work out every day, you know, no, like for me. Um, But can I have it at say two o'clock on like my, you know, if I'm like bopping around and I'm not going to be eating dinner till five or whatever. And I already, totally. That's how I use it. I mean, I probably eat one every day. Um, just because they're great, you know, in the car, they don't go bad, mm-hmm. you don't, they don't need to be refrigerated, you know, whatever. So it just depends on, again, it's still calories in versus calories out. Could you, some people, this is their breakfast. They enjoy it every morning with a coffee. They take pictures of it. They send it to me. They love it. You know, they eat a piece at a time. You know, I'm more of like, you know, two seconds later yeah, yeah. and I'm like off to my next <laughs> yeah, whatever. Crushing so. them. Totally. Because it's not to cut you off, Derek, because it's 120 calories breaks the fast, right? Yeah for your metabolism to start mm-hmm. activating, right. which is what you really need for breakfast, which is breaking the fast. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Keeping it straight in my head. Yep. So okay. when people look at it, they say like, wow, there's a lot of calories in that. But again, it's What's all it? perspective. 278. 278. Yeah. yeah. And that's peanut butter, right? Mm-hmm. Pe- peanut butter is very, very calorie dense. It does have some fat in it. Yeah. And this one's 274. There's others that are 272. Get, grow up. Just right. eat the thing and be I, happy. <laughs> But it's, it's really, a, it's that number, right? But we wanted to be as fair and as honest as we could be. So if it's 272, it's 272. If it's 301, you know, it's 301. But, you know, look at the Starbucks menu, right? So and to keep it in perspective, oh, people Jesus. order those macchiatos or whatever. And, you know, God love them. But people would drink that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's like 300 calories in whipped cream alone. Right. Two, I mean, two beers, really. Yeah, you get a double-double from Tim Hortons and that's your meal. The, cr- the heavy right. cream in there the is heavy, disgusting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I don't, you know, it's all the way we just kind of play with the numbers mm-hmm. in our head. Um, some people would rather eat their 275. When you look at like our shake menu, most of our shakes are right around the same. Okay. You know, the same. Perfect. Whatever. So um, you add like the Chunky Monkey is the most, again, because you throw the peanut butter in there. So if someone's out and they see one of these, what is your go-to flavor? What do you recommend people try first? I mean, the chocolate chip is always, yeah. Classic. People just love yeah. the chocolate, you know, peanut butter and chocolate chip, like you can't go wrong. Um, I would say the crispy rice is the second because it doesn't, it, some people are, you know, don't love the chocolate, but it has um, little brown rice, rice crispies in it. Mm. And it just gives it a little bit of crunch. 
Um, the apple pie was this um, season, the flavor. People love that. That was more of a fall thing, but we're still hanging on to it. Um, so I would say the chocolate chip and the crispy rice. Nice. And then there's caffeine in the espresso one, correct? You know, somebody else asked me that. I want to say if, I mean, it's, we, I think we have to put it on there. It's trace. Yeah. Like it's so minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. How was it working with premium coffee? Great. Great. Yeah. I was actually just there today. I stop there usually once a week and they're always like, whoever does buy them from there, they love them because I'll go there on a Monday and then by Friday they're usually cleaned out. Nice. It's a riot. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. So your shakes, when the truck isn't in, are, are, do you do the truck all year round? We don't. Okay. So where can people find your shakes? outside of that so i also have we have a brick and mortar at the seneca one building that's our latest endeavor nice. so um it was really the truck then the bars came on the truck now they're off the truck and on the truck <laughs> and then the seneca one building that was just an opportunity that um i couldn't pass out mm-hmm. i mean it was uh really like a sit-down meeting with douglas and um he was just kind of so gracious and was like, we'd love to have you. We want to offer, you know, healthy options to the people that come to Seneca One and pick your spot and let's go. And so then COVID came. <laughs> so uh, like everybody else, you know, it was things just are on a little bit of a pause. Mm-hmm. So we're just waiting for the building to kind of, you know, get to where it should be. It's a beautiful building. Have you guys been down there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. It's ridiculous. So if you've been in the food hall. Yeah. Yeah. I worked there. Oh, yeah. well, then you know where the blend is. I do, but I wanted everyone else to know. Oh, <laughs> he's Set playing with up. me now. I've actually had a couple of your smoothies before I even talked oh, to you about Okay, all right. which he's one playing. it was. It was a berry one. Doing just fine? Yeah, doing just yeah. fine, yeah. Huh? So good, dude. Nice. <laughs> so wait, you work there? Yeah, I work at M&T. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, so you're down which the tech hub. Which one do you want? Espresso, Jim. Uh, do you even know me? Oh, listen, dude, I just <laughs> wanted you to say it. I wanted to give you that. Yeah. So are you I'll back test. five days? No, I'm only back one day right one now. One day, yeah. yeah. But even that, I mean, first of all, I'm happy that they, not to go on to Seneca One right here, but they've put a salad bar in, which is my favorite, because yeah. I don't like, I don't want anything heavy during right. that. I used to do that, and then the pounds got on a little quicker. <laughs> so I like to have the healthier option, and now that there's the... Like your place there, it's just a perfect compliment for a two o'clock when you're feeling sluggish. Instead of going to grab something to eat, go grab a smoothie. Yeah, go grab a protein shake. It's yeah. so much better for you. And that is our mindset. We're just really struggling with nailing down the time and when people do they want us sure. for breakfast? Do they want us for lunch? And because the inconsistencies of everyone coming back to work are so different right now. Mm-hmm. So if you only have to pick one day, what are the chances that I'm going to open on that sure, day? Sure. Yeah. So we get a lot of messages on on mm-hmm. Instagram, and uh, you know I love you all, and I wish I could be open every day. But right now, it's just we don't we it's don't. Tough. Yeah, it's really tough. Plus, you're doing like oh, I don't know, forty five things outside of the blend. <laughs> yeah. So when is what's going on? Are you going to get help? I, well, I do have help. Um, I do. I have a lot of great people that work for me. It's just um, who wants to come aboard? If you know, not that you're going to be laid off, but you know, if it's not secure, right? Yeah. Right. Like because we didn't think it was going to be like this right now. Like we were sure. hoping even prior to the holidays that, you know, M&T was back in and everybody was kind of back. The building was going to be mobbed and crazy. Yeah, it was going to be a zoo. Yeah. yeah. And so we still see the potential and that's why I'm hanging on so dearly. It's, you know, but everybody has an end point like yeah. where if this continues and, you know, as you know, there's probably a lot of people that are just never going to go back into the office. Right. Like that's just the way it is. A lot of people are going to be hybrid. Yeah. Not only your business, every business like in the city of Buffalo right now is struggling so hard because yes. people just aren't in the office. No. It's wild. And uh, what days are you open there? 
So right now we're just open Tuesdays and Thursdays Perfect. from 11 to 2. That is when I am there. Yeah. Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. So, you know, but we were supposed <laughs> to add. Well, yeah, see you tomorrow. We'll be there. Well, I, will, I won't be there tomorrow. Public, public, public schools, I will not. I will be at my office working diligently <laughs> on speech avails. Um, but, no, I, I would love to add another day. I want to be there five days. Um, we just added acai bowls, too. So oh, make nice. sure you try yeah. one. Yeah. Try because we're trying to tap into maybe the breakfast the breakfast crew a little bit more um but again people just come and go whenever and it's frustrating because our security is like real intense so i can't just like you know why i'm here it's like no sir i don't you have to turn around and walk out of the building <laughs> i just, just yell your name from the lobby Derek. yeah there you go just well, message me i'll, I'll come down you're yeah. on like the gajillion floor it's ridiculous <laughs> oh you're not down no i'm 19 oh okay yeah. okay yeah he's way up there well, you can't go but you can go in the food hall hey yeah, food hall is no security that's no security yeah just tell oh, me, you know, Tracy it's, from it's, the blend. By, so yeah. the bar's on the right, and then the security starts on the left. Yeah. So she's, she's over by the bar. Yeah. Okay, yes. got it. Yeah, all right. I'll just walk in. Yeah. See you tomorrow, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I know lunch, who I am. Lunch date. <laughs> yeah. yeah, say my name. They don't really know Derek. <laughs> you true. say you That's know Tracy. They yeah. totally yeah. know. You know Mama Taylor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> would you actually know yeah. her? <laughs> <laughs> they probably would know her. So this is a true story. Whenever I post, uh, like, a picture of my mom or something making bars or whatever, It'll always come back and say, this post is doing 95% better than any of your other ones. I swear to you. It could be like me, you know, working hard, the kid, whatever. Nope. As soon as my, I put my mother up there, hands down. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's 73 retired nurse and she's, this is what she does. Yeah. She's getting after it. Yeah. 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 She does. She's uh, is she, will she be there tomorrow? No, she'll be there Wednesday. Okay. I was going to say you could pop back and say hello, yeah. but come on, open your bars. Well, they were loud. So, we so just it's okay. Wanna... Just crinkle it and like, let's go. Okay. Right. I mean, so I'm going to give, <laughs> see, this is, this is funny that you guys are biting them open. Sorry, they are, we're, but they are, savages. they're savages. <laughs> so we used to have a wrapper that it was a fold over and I loved it because you could open it quietly mm-hmm. and <laughs> in class or no, um, and eat some of it and then fold it back up. It was perfect. But if you were ever going to be in like any place big, you couldn't have something where somebody could tamper with it. Mm and then really reseal it. So we had to go with this heat seal nonsense um, just to make it safer. But yeah, people are like, you literally have to gnaw on the bar to get it open. I'm like, well, right, because safety first. But um, if you don't have scissors, is it a little unbecoming, gentlemen? This is so good, though. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, that. um, the perfect perfect consistency. That's what people love. Yeah. Yeah, they like the consistency. They're like soft but firm. Yes. And I are you an RX Fire guy? You can say it if you are. I well, I was. Yeah. And then I like you know, researched life, and I go, <laughs> my God, like yeah. there is no need for me to eat these. <laughs> so I haven't in years. I don't mind them. I really don't because they can. The flavors they, are amazing. They stay in your bag, like mm-hmm. they don't melt, they don't get sticky. But man, those dates on your teeth, those things are something. <laughs> oh, it's real intense, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's real intense. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So we are probably the most similar to the perfect bar. So if you had, if I do any market, you know, when I was weird, just starting to come come alive, I um, would say that they are the most similar to, but of course they're global. I mean, mm-hmm. they're big, big time, but mm-hmm. they use honey, so they cannot consider themselves vegan, where we use agave. Oh, okay. So that is the difference right there, because honey, the vegan, you know, population does not eat honey. I didn't, that, I, I didn't know that. Because it comes from bees, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, but that makes still, sense. It's like so yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah. It's such a clean byproduct of bees' work. Yeah. 
And it does, you know, when you think of the consistency of honey versus agave, the bars were actually even a little different when we first started making them. When we made the switch to agave, agave is a little thinner. So then we had to readjust and, you know, add more oats and things like that. So I like agave better though. Yeah. We, we don't really have too much honey at home. It's no. all agave. agave. It's so good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, That's and what it, Gina makes her protein balls with. My fiance makes protein balls. Nice. I haven't had a, like a metric bar or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In a while. And they're, I mean, these are obviously better. Sorry, Gina. But they're, they're <laughs> Sorry, these Gina. are very good. But yeah, we only use agave too. It's just, yeah. it has that different consistency, that different flavor than honey. I like it better. Yeah. And again, it does. We tried to go to low glycemic agave, just so you know, mm-hmm. there is one out there, but um, the consistency was really bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's very thin. Um, so it's like anything when you are doing trial and error, you can only kind of screw up so many, you know, that's from the oats to the, um, the protein. So that espresso protein that we get Mm -hmm. right now, if they discontinue that, then the espresso bar goes away, goes away because we also use vegan protein. So vegan protein, as we know, is much more expensive than whey. That's why, you know, these do cost a little bit more money because we just, we use better ingredients, but with all the distribution, you know, nonsense going on right now, we could get a thing like out of stock tomorrow. And then it's like, oh my gosh, we have to, we got to switch this up. Or like even the, um, the bags, you know, mm. we'll order them from, you know, store guy A tomorrow and then store guy A can't sell them to you anymore. And then you got to go find somebody else that does them. So we try to keep as much local, sure. um, like Everyday Inc., who I love. He, um, Justin does our labels for us. He's amazing. So, you know, we try to do as much around here as you can, but... What, um, are you able to say what kind of oats you use? Yeah, those are, um, are they the Bob Red Mill or Uncle Bob's mm. Red Mill? Or? Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah, but we do get them from, a, like, a local distributor. Mm-hmm. That we pick up 20, ba- 20 pounds at a time. Jesus. Yeah, Mama Taylor has to use the, um, the cart. <laughs> she, yeah, it's, I shouldn't laugh, because she's probably like, that's not funny. But she just got, a, we just got a 20-pound thing of agave delivered, so I usually have to take that up, because that's, and then we have 10 pounds of peanut butter that comes up at a time. So when all of that goes up into Seneca One, because we do make the bars there in the back kitchen, um, yeah, it's quite, you know, I do have to help out with that. I have to put my muscles to work for that day. These are so good. Yeah, these are really good. Thank you. Thank you you for these. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about where the people can find them. Where or how much are they? Do they vary based off of flavor? Are they all the same? Um, No, they're all the same. So um, um, $350, we can get them online. And we ship anywhere in the U.S. Um, I haven't tried Canada or anything like that yet. So That's real dangerous. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, so we sell them like you can either get like an eight pack of the same flavor or, you know, you can mix them up, variety pack, whatever. Um, but we also do a lot of custom orders. Like um, we actually donated, a, oh gosh, 30, 40 yesterday for the Bills game. Um, we teamed up with Buffalo Food Flood mm-hmm. and she, Madeline um, and her and I connected and she gave them away to all the um, police officers, law enforcement on the corners and stuff. Oh, so that was fun. Yep. Um, but again, that she didn't have to go online and, you know, if you have an event and you're like, Hey, I want to purchase 30 bars for whatever. Um, somebody reached out to me last week and they did, um, like 150 bars for their, um, workers at their insurance company or, you know, just to have something healthy, like a healthy meal or a snack when sure. the, the people come in to grab water or whatever. So, um, it's, I'm pretty flexible as far as like online. If I didn't know you though, and you were to jump on, that's how we sell them in, in packs of eight. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yep. This would go really good with coffee in the morning. I know. Once you start it with a little bit of coffee, it is. It's Kiss very that. dangerous. It, <laughs> yeah. And I, we were just, I was just talking about that um, on one of my, my fitness posts, how tr- um, events and situations are such food triggers. Mm-hmm. So last week I was doing a juice cleanse, and it was even though it was the Bills game last Sunday, um, not this past, but the one before, 
I was like, nobody else in my family was obviously not eating. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Because I knew as soon as the game started and like the food came out, I was like, I, I got to go. <laughs> so I grabbed my juice and went to the gym. And But I had to get away from the situation. So, you know, I tell my, my clients that if, if you're trying to cut back on something, same with, you know, going to Starbucks. If you always go to Starbucks and get, say, a bagel, we're like, well, I still want to go to Starbucks. But it's like, it's really a trigger for people. Like, it's hard for people to not go and get what they normally get. So sometimes you just have to like, not go so you have to start drinking this with your coffee because yeah. then every day you will want I love it. Yeah. yeah so I'm just you're going to be an <laughs> addict all the way around <laughs> you sell them so what time are you are you open again at Seneca one 10 uh, 11 to 2 11 but to you two. can okay. still get them because the barcode you can oh, get okay. them at any time sure mm-hmm. yeah so you maybe could, I'll do it tomorrow for breakfast there you go well, you have one for breakfast. Oh, I mean, you could try the salted caramel tomorrow. All right. Yeah. That's the issue is like... Which I, one? I, well, that and then, <laughs> you know, like our, our wives are going to watch this and just like, where was my where, bar? Well... You know, it's like, listen. Shouldn't listen. be sleeping then. What's that? It said you shouldn't be sleeping then. Get here. Start working. There you go. Saying. You can take a bar home. Yeah. You can set up the lights. <laughs> I can get the I can get the wives more bars. Oh, you're fine. No, it's yeah. fine. Well, we You'll manage? Yeah. We'll manage. It's we got to go to premium anyway soon, so we'll pick up more there. We do. I'm actually out of French vanilla coffee. We've had them on. Yeah. They're they're friends of ours. Got so, it. Frontier thing. You know, it's, it's of fine. course. Yes, of, of course. course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So yeah, we love them. They're awesome. So what is your website and your social media handles so people can find you? So it's at theblend.buffalo. Um, that's Facebook and Instagram. Um, the website is theblendbuffalo.com. Okay. Yep. And you post if you do take the food truck out, you'll post where you're going with that. Yep. Yep. And then on your website, people can find, or there's a list of where people can find you too on the website or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The website, I mean, um, I don't totally do my website, but um, I probably, I did look at it today to make sure it was all up and going <laughs> whenever I try to do these things. It's like, you know, I don't need a picture of something from four years ago, but it's pretty current. It just says the two days we're open at Seneca One and that the truck will be out soon, sure. which is obviously weather dependent. Um, I, so who's going to work the truck this spring? Which one of you is taking a shot? I'll do it. We right? both will. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think we're going to broadcast one time from the truck that or sounds something, good. Yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. We can even yeah. come help make bars. I don't know if there's Marsha- some special love no. that goes into it, but we can help. Well, Marsha Taylor will put you to work, okay? <laughs> I am not the bar manager. That is her. So, yes, she will. She doesn't care if you're breathing and you can, like, roll. You, because you have to understand every bar is pressed individually. Really? Yes. And put in this package individually and heat sealed individually. With gloves on, people. Well, of Relax. course with gloves on. Yes, yes. Nobody's coughing and doing any of that. No. Yeah, it's like an um, express chain. What? Uh, what is it? Chain Line cooking? Yeah. Right? At like Red Robin? Yeah. So it's like line baking for right. protein bars. But they're not baked. They're See? not baked. They're no. pressed? They're pressed and chilled. So it's really like um, the Lucy and Ethel episode when things start getting crazy yes. and they're eating the chocolate and you can't like, yeah, that's more of what it's like. But no, there's, um, they're not baked. Thank God. I didn't know that. There's no. nothing in here that you have to bake, right? Nope. Yeah. And the shelf life, um, that's another question we get a lot. How long will they last? In the refrigerator, I mean, nothing really goes bad. The peanut butter doesn't go bad. The oats, the biggest issue with these bars is they're going to lose consistency. So if you let it sit, that all that peanut butter, because the fat in the peanut butter will be absorbed into the oats, sure. and they'll just get a little dry. But that's not, you know, you'll eat them by then. I just so. love consuming something where you can pronounce all the ingredients. It makes me so happy. That's good. We like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like that. I like that, too. Yeah, the toughest thing on here is organic, and I can say that pretty well, so yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't make that joke in front of a speech pathologist. Yeah, but true. Yeah. She's okay. like, all right, as soon as the camera's off, yep. I'm fixing all of your issues. What can't you pronounce? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, speech pathology is, you can, 
I'm not a grammar instructor. Right? Correct. A lot that's of, true. So, that's right. true. The I'm not an English teacher, so you guys are fine. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I mean, you still judge, though. Yeah. I do a little bit. Uh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's part knows. of the job. Yeah. I can pick up, uh, especially when I watch sports casting. Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. So and how I, do you feel about Joe Buck? No, I'm just kidding, yeah. because every, all of our listeners know how I feel about Joe Buck. Yeah. Would you ever want to get into that, like, as a third? Like, at, stop. No, maybe I won't say that. I, but, like, would you ever want to do that? I would love it. Yeah. Like, literally love it. Yeah. My husband would kill me, but I would love it. I did, I did a couple commercials for, um, this is a whole another story, but I could, I'll send them to you privately. But I did commercials <laughs> for um, Rumors Nightclub. Um, oh, okay. If you're not there, you're nowhere. Yeah, yeah. A couple people on the inner circle still have that commercial of me. It was, uh, I was doing a Halloween party. Um, I was the voice for that. Um, I'm friends with Nick from 90.5. So oh, okay. he would come. This is uh, this is the life of a single mom, I'm telling you. I He was like, I'll pay you if you want to do a couple. I was like, yeah, what do I have to do? He would come and set me up like in my office at the gym because I'd go on like my 20-minute lunch and I would read this script and I would talk and have these really weird voices. And he was like, no, you got to do it a little more this way. I was like, oh my God, I cannot do this. It's <laughs> like, nobody can see you. I'm like, I know, but I just, my kids are going to hear this. So anyway, yeah. That's hilarious. And I got, yeah, yeah, I made somebody doing that that was just another side gig unbelievable yeah so i would love it i would absolutely love it i i i love podcasting this is like maybe the third or fourth one i've done and the last two are all on fitness and stuff but i yeah i just love getting good stuff out there yeah absolutely yeah yeah well you're always welcome back here if you have anything else to announce or any type of days or locations you're going you're always welcome back yeah no i think just you know follow us and you know um obviously try the bars um, the truck should be out as soon as the nice weather hits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really about it. Cool. Love it. Yeah. If anyone wants to work, I mean, you know, <laughs> the truck is busy. I do have a lot of jobs and a lot of kids and whatever. But, yeah, we're always looking for really just good truck workers sure. because that's the hardest one to fill because I have to really entrust somebody with, like, my whole business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. Literally. Yeah, handling right. cash and, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and driving the truck. Which oh, that's make- that's true too. So, do you need a specific license, or because of the size of the vehicle, you don't have to, as long as your record's clear? Yeah. How do you know that? Like, do you? I don't really know that. I hire people I know, and hopefully, they haven't run anyone over <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So, I don't. I don't really know. No, I. I you're right because I can't run a check. I guess. Yeah. So I hire people I know, okay. but it is that kind of a job anyway that I wouldn't. You know, mm-hmm. I have to because it's a. It, you don't need to see the L license. That's what you're asking me now. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm not transporting people. There if I go. kept it, and I almost did this before it got converted, um, I was going to start running people from the Bills games when it was like the short bus mm. because I still had seats in it, but you would have needed a CDL for that. Yeah, and then yeah. your insurance is a whole separate yeah. ballgame. Yeah. 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 So what is it like insuring a mobile Tr- restaurant? Um, it's, I mean, it's not pretty, but, you know, your liability. And it's more of that. It's like somebody getting sick from something. You know, you have to oh, carry okay. that. Your, your automotive is not as crazy. Um, then you got to insure, obviously, all the equipment inside of it. Is there a special insurance company that insures food trucks? Yikes. Um, I Probably have an insurance then, agent yeah. that I think I'm just through Erie. Sure. Yeah, Erie Insurance. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, the, the weird thing, we talked to Hatchets <laughs> and Hops, and they have that driving Hatchets and Hops vehicle. Oh, yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. They have specific insurance people for they, that they business. Do, yeah. So I don't know if that was the same for food trucks. I am like the really <clears> bad paint-in-the-butt client that's um, – you know, Charles is the guy's name that I deal with at um, John of Stars. Like, and I was like, Charles, can you take care of this? Charles, can you take care of this? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. And I just bring him bars. I, everyone in life gets a bar. Sure. If I, when I got pulled over, 
thank you, East Aurora police officer. He got a bar. Um, so yeah, I just, they're always in my car. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, my kids are like, please don't hand him a bar. I'm like, this is what we do here. This is what we do. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Anything else we didn't touch on that you want to hit? No, I no? think we're good, gentlemen. Right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank everybody for joining and go try out her bars and the smoothies. Absolutely. Protein shakes. Yes, Great. please. Cool. Thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.